Hello everyone, I want to talk about the fact that a person like me is a living, breathing Bible. What that means for me is, is that it's not in the conventional religiosity, though. I want to clarify that. It means that within me, I am metaphorically my table of contents, which consists of my chapters, my paragraphs, my verses, uh, my titled books within my own anthology and my own canon, including my most memorable quotes, are even read by people who think differently than I, are studied by people who love differently than I, are mimicked and translated, transliterated by people who live differently than I. What it means is, is that some believers will hear that and say Christ-likeness and they'll say, okay, let's go in that direction. My way of being Christ-like comes from a unorthodox framework. Meaning, I don't put barricades on love. And I don't in-groups people and I don't out-groups people. I don't put people in suffocating categories. I don't make people feel claustrophobic by how I interpret life myself, others, my interpretations of religion, as well as secularity, too. I am the type of metaphorical anthology that is a global bestseller. You know how the Bible is an anthology that is a global bestseller? Well, I am the
It, I, I mean free-spirited, independent, and not constrained by convention type of life application study Bible that I am, figuratively speaking. Um, and I had to think about, as a child... I'm going to say this on record to full, so people can fully understand. Child me believes in angels. Adult me is skeptical about angels. Child me believes in demons. Adult me is skeptical about demons. Um, child me believes in art archangels and archdemons. Adult me is skeptical about arch ang- archangels and arch archdemons. Child me believes in heaven and hell. Adult me is skeptical about heaven and hell. Child me believes in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. The adult me is skeptical about God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and the Trinity. Um, I would say that um, I am, as a child, I believe child me believes in going to church being biblical being a Christian adult me is skeptical about what what it means to be Christian what it means to be biblical, biblical what it means to be a church goer um and child me is very much churched well adult me is not into church being in one location in terms of architecture. So, child me believes in all things religion, all things spirituality, all things faith, and all things kingdom discipleship in a nutshell. While adult me is skeptical of all those things. Why the skepticism? Well, life has its bewilderment aspects. Okay, why my child belief? Child me 
had Christianity as my only way to overcome organized crime growing up. So, I do acknowledge that child me believes in supernaturalism while adult me is skeptical about that. Child me believes in miracles and life after death while adult me is skeptical of miracles and life after death. Child me believes in transcendental entities while adult me is skeptical of transcendental entities. And I'll say this. Child me believes in all of the supernaturalism, all the miracles of the Bible. Old Testament, New Testament, while adult me is skeptical of those things. And child me believes in the Christian version of transcendental entities, Christ figures, deities. Uh, and otherworldly, wow. Adult me is skeptical of all those things. So, child me is a believer and a theist, while the adult me is unafraid to admit times of non believing and unbelieving, you know? I would say that I don't believe in religion, but I do know Christ likeness. Um, my newest definition of Christ likeness is we're versions of each other, we're expressions of each other. We are mirrors of each other. We're versions of ourselves. We're mirrors of ourselves. We're expressions of ourselves. That, that's how I look at us. We're levels of ourselves and each other. We're degrees of ourselves and each other. We're spectrums of ourselves and each other. We're diversification of ourselves and each other. We're the plurality of ourselves and each other. And we're multi-layers of ourselves and each other. We're multi-facets of ourselves and each other. We're multi-experiences of ourselves and each other. We're characteristics of ourselves and each other. So for me, um, believe, uh, believers would ask me, do you believe in at least one deity? Do you believe in God? I would say,
My definition of God is from a standpoint of universality, which means the quality of involving or being shared by all people or things in the world or in a particular group. The particular group I'm talking about is the human race. And the other particular group I'm talking about is the animal race, if you want to call it that. And what I also mean by universality is the quality of being true in or appropriate for all situations. So my definitions of my definitions of God are quite um, free of conventionality. So my definitions of God are the vitality in self and others, the vigor in self and others, the life in self and others, liveliness in self and others, animation in self and others, vivacity in self and others, spirit in self and others. When I say spirit, I'm talking about your inner life. I didn't make that religious. Spiritedness in self and others. Again, your inner life. Again, I didn't make that religious. The fire in self and others. I'm not talking about hell. I'm talking about the will to live. The fire in self and others. Notice I didn't make that religious. The passion in self and others. The ardor in self and others. The zeal in self and others. The verve in self and others. The enthusiasm in self and others. The zest in self and others, the vibrancy in self and others, the spark in self and others, the sparkle of self and others, the effervescence in self and others, the exuberance in self and others, the buoyancy in self and others, the perkiness in self and others, the sprightliness in self and others, the strength in self and others, the stamina in self and others, the forcefulness in self and others, the power in self and others, the might in self and others, the potency in self and others, the dynamism in self and others, the drive in self and others, the push in self and others, the zip in self and others, the zing in self and others, the pep in self and others, the pizzazz in self and others, the punch in self and others. I'm not talking about abuse, I'm talking about being actionable um, without being violent, of course. Um, the bounce in self and others, the fizz in self and others, the oomph in self and others, the go in self and others, the get up and go in self and others, the vim and vigor in self and others, and the feistiness in self and others, without breaking the law, of course. Um, so, those are my definitions of God. So, My universality-based definitions of God shows that I acknowledge the unconventional type of divine in ourselves and others in the universe, in the world. So I do um, know the divine um, in those kind of ways. So I think that I I find that for me that the divine can be it's only good if it's of universality. So
So, when I say that I'm secure in the divine, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about I'm secure in all things positivity that is within life and universe. So, life has its divineness, the universe too. I know it's redundant, I already said the universe part, but for emphasis, I just had to do it, it's that appropriate. Um, so I do, some people would ask me, do I think there's a higher power because they want a more direct response? I would say the higher power is in, is in us and others and life and the universe. And how would I define um, higher power to me the higher power is the universality of compassionate love the universality of unconditional love the Universality of neighborly love. Universality of sacrificial love. So, if people ask me, is there divine? I would say, yes. Um, I would say, there is a divine. I just define it in extraordinary ways. I define it in ways that builds bridges between unbelievers, non-believers, and believers and theists. So my way of being divine connects people who think differently about religion and secularity. That's one of my definitions of the divine. So I would say that to me the divine is real in the sense of how we treat ourselves, others, life, and the universe. Um, So to me, I, when I stimulate the inner beauty in myself, I'm conversing in the God in myself. When I stimulate the inner beauty of others, I'm conversing with the God in others. And the, and the conversing means that we're having a pleasant dialogue with ourselves and with each other. And we're having pleasant dialogues with life and the universe. So... The divine is evident and proofworthy in those ways. Um, so it's like if I say I trust and hope in the divine, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about when we go through and we're having difficulties in life. Something to hold on to, to keep us from dying by suicide or giving up on life in all the other ways well I still have compassion for myself and others even if I had a bad day even if I was laid off even if I was fired even if I was evicted even if you know I got a divorce or even if I had a breakup or even if my family member my close relative died or even if the government is not doing all that what they're supposed to do to to aid and assist the least of these like me. 
I can I have compassion to tend to when I don't feel like I'm experiencing compassion from the people that's supposed to give me compassion. So trusting and hoping in the divine in in terms of self benevolence and benevolence towards others, in terms of uh, kind heartness to self towards others, and benevolence and kind heartness displayed towards life and the universe. That's what I mean when I say I trust in the divine, I, I hope in the divine. And sometimes, a lot of times, I must admit, I don't fully understand the divine. I don't fully understand how my compassion is rewarding to others, even to myself. Sometimes I don't fully understand it. There are times where I just, I'm not, it's not clicking in all cylinders. So there are times where I have to believe in the divine because I don't fully know how enriching I am to myself, to others, to life in the universe. So I do believe in the divine. I believe in God in those ways. And I think... Um, to me, when I think of the concept of God, again, these are all non-religious definitions I'm giving you. When I think of the concept of God, I think of the oneness and wholeness of ourselves, others, life, and the universe. It's like, I do think that higher power for me means that When we choose to practice self-control, when we are being mistreated, to me, that's higher power mindedness that we are activating. Um, Some people call the higher power um, God. Um, some people call the higher power science. Some people call it Buddha. Some people call it existential freedom. Some people call it nature. Some people call it consciousness. Some people call it good character traits. Some people call it, um... Mathematics, some people call it history, some people call it geography. I'm not saying that I'm not saying these things are to be um, of a cult. I'm not saying that. And people obviously people don't worship science and mathematics. People don't worship nature. Well some people do, but what I'm saying overall is that some people experience the the best way to put it some people experience the divine best in nature the divine best in consciousness the divine best in experience the divine best in essential freedom some people experience the divine best in mathematics and science and Buddha again some people uh, experience the divine best in nature and consciousness and some people experience the divine best in what they call God some people will say that there is a higher power greater than themselves. And some people say, you know, the higher power within me is greater than who I was in the past. It's it's greater than who I'm going to be in the present, which is the future. So 
I think there is a higher power greatness um, that we stimulate and activate and converse with in terms of who we are, in terms of who others are. Um, I do think that, um, for example, some people call the higher power supreme beings, some people call the higher power deities, some people call the higher power all the other conceptions of what is called God. Um, so for me, some people would directly ask me, do I think there is a higher power named God? And I would say, I've, I would say yes, non-traditionally. What does that mean? Meaning that uh, us as human beings and animal beings and rodents and, you know, us, myself and others and nature and architecture and life, the planet Earth and the universe, there's interconnectedness. And we're, and there's and we're inextricably um, correlated. We are undeniably connected, and that's how I would define the Howard Power name God. I do think that there is a that we're. I do think that we're all. Um, we're all reflections of ourselves and others and life and universe. Um, and so that's how I define the higher power name God that I, you know, that I uh, abide by. Notice I used all non-religious definitions. So people would go, okay, well define higher power name God for yourself, I would say. The fact that I override and overrule the urges to always lash out whenever I'm angry. And the fact that I well control my impulses and I well control my my wants and I well control my needs and I meet my need I meet my sensible needs and my sensible wants sensibly that's how I define the how the higher power name God it's all about my self-discipline and instilling self-discipline in others so I gave more non-religious definitions because people don't really think of the concept of higher power that way. Notice, to me, high, higher power named God or just higher power in general, it's all about how you, it's all about the choices you make, the lifestyles and love styles that you live. And it's all about how you conduct yourself with yourself, how you conduct yourself with others, how you conduct yourself with life, how you conduct yourself with the universe. So, notice I didn't use any of the traditionalism interpretations of higher power. 
because I think that some people have defined higher power and God to demean themselves, to never give themselves any credit. And that's and that should never be the case. The case should always be that you know that you have a healthy understanding of the concept of higher power when you do the right thing, even when you're tempted to give up, even when you are tempted to say, you know what? This whole doing the right thing It's not getting me the materialism I want, so I'm going to just go ahead and be bad. No. You know you have a healthy understanding of higher power when you say, uh, even though other people around me are lying and cheating to get ahead to get promoted, I'm going to do the right thing. If that means I make less money, great. At least I understand that higher power simply means simple living. And higher power simply means minimalism. I flew out of the religious Jesus and I'm flying into the human rights Jesus.